this week on the Trend Out Loud podcast. All right, I got a jam-packed show for you guys. A lot of little things happen over the weekend. I want to talk about Jonah Hill's text messages. I want to talk about Beyonce kicking off her North American tour in Toronto and Victor Webinyata. All right, we're going to start out with Victor Webinyata. I really hope I'm pronouncing his name right, but... Yo, I really like this kid. Uh, first round draft pick uh, going to the Spurs. Well, already with the Spurs. And they started, uh, they're doing their summer league in Vegas right now. Um, and his first game, there was so much scrutiny and so much hype on this poor kid. And um, he only scored, I think, five points. He was two for 13. Yeah, two for 13. Attempted a three. Like, he just had a horrible game. But it was his first time in North America. This poor kid has so much attention. He was dealing with the Britney Spears uh, security guard slap and all of this stuff. Anyways, he got dragged online. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, he's overhyped. He's not going to be good at whatever, blah, blah. After one game, man, one game. But what I love is that he came out game two, totally killed it, um, 27 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks for 9 of 14 um, shots. And the thing I love the most about this is after game one, um, somebody was asking him, whatever, he's doing a press conference after game one, and he was like, you know what? I don't even know what I was doing out there today. And I really like that. I don't know too much about the kid, but I love that he was just like basically saying, yo, I was nervous. He didn't make any excuses for himself. He wasn't trying to blame it on anything. He didn't try to blame you know, the Britney Spears incident. He didn't try to blame his age, nothing. He was like, I don't even know what I was doing. Like, it was a blur to him. The nerves got the best of him. And look, this kid is not going to come into the league and take over and win championships game one. Yes, he's skinny. Yes, he looks like he's going to be injury prone, like he's going to break something in two seconds. But this guy is 7'5", agile. He can move. I, I didn't watch the game, but I did uh, look at a, a couple of highlights. He could move. He could shoot threes. He could, you know, he's going to do something in the league. I don't know if he's going to be the next Jordan or LeBron or Kobe, but he's going to be a good player and he's going to be a talent and he deserves to have been the number one draft pick. So y'all just lay off the kid and shout out to Victor for, you know, taking that on the chin, being a good sport and just admitting to messing up a game. And that's probably why he came out in the second game and scored nearly 30 points. So shout out to Victor. All right, let's go to uh, Jonah Hill right now. All right, Jonah Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. Actually, this is not even a Jonah issue, if you ask me. Well, look, it's loaded, all right? So for those who don't know, uh, Jonah Hill, ex-girlfriend Sarah Brady uh, put out text messages between them. And let me just tell you, look, just this is already starting off weird because the, they've been broken up for a year. And she says that she's been dealing with her, 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 her mental health for the past year and she's had so much problems and mental health issues because of this. And y'all know him. I go to therapy every week. Y'all know I'm a mental health advocate. You know, you know, I'm sitting here preaching about mental health, but she said she feel she felt the need to expose these text messages from Jonah Hill for her own mental health so that she could feel better after a year. Hey, I'm not a psychologist. I'm just saying that's already starting off a little bit questionable to me. She labeled Jonah Hill as emotionally abusive and misogynistic. All right. 
I don't want to dive too, too deep into this, but I'm going to tell you a couple of things. So basically, Jonah was talking to her about her Instagram and her picture. She's a, um, she is a surfer. And he was saying that there's some things about her Instagram about that she's posting that she's not comfortable with. So it starts off by like him saying all the, po- uh, no, it starts off by her saying, here, these are all the posts I removed from my page. He writes back, good start, but you don't seem to get it but it's not my place to teach you. Um, I've made my boundaries clear, which I think he's, that's good. Again, that's another, you know, therapy thing. These are my boundaries. This is what I'm looking for. Um, I made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them and you've made that clear. I hope it makes you happy. So him saying, Hey, you took down some, there's still some other ones. And the ones obviously that you want to keep, keep up are making you happy. So I'm happy that you're in a good place. Okay. It goes on to say, um, whatever, they go, like, there's some in a thong. She said, it's not a thong, it's a bathing suit. And then he's like, you know, as far as the other pictures, there's some that are with surfing. So they're going back and forth, okay? And there's one video that she's like, okay, I don't want to take down the video, but maybe I could change the cover picture. Jonah gets a little frustrated and he's like, all right, let me just lay it out here, plain and simple. And this is what people are having a problem with. If you need, Surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, uh, to post pictures of yourself in the bathing suit. Right away, I just don't like the model one. Why, why can't she model? But okay. Um, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. We'll talk about that one in a second. He's like, all of these things, he's like, I'm not the right partner for you. If these things bring you a place of ha- to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. Look, and it goes on further from there, right? But even the modeling for him putting, on, putting it on that list, and I, I'm, I want to try not to get really into my opinion of the list, more it's him making a list for his boundaries and I think there was a part two where he said something about her boundaries to um, that he um, that he had to that he had to go through for her boundaries. Anyways, it's not it was it's very confusing. Anyways, I can't find it right right now. Anyways, so this is him stating his boundaries to her, and. There's been a lot of like relationship things that have been gone in the, uh, that been happening in the media, the Kiki Palmer thing, what Darius said to her, now Jonah. And I just think that a this doesn't always have to be a public thing, so I don't understand why she's putting it out after a year and saying that this is going to help her mental health, but let's give her the benefit of the doubt, okay? My point is that a relationship is 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 maintained behind closed doors. That's where the maintenance happens, right? Relationships are not easy. And there's boundaries, there's, 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 um, there's goals, there's, um, there's values, there's things that each person needs for the success of the unity. Because you, it's a relationship, you guys are coming to one, so you got to coexist, right? And you're two different people. So Jonah making a list of the things, and... Maybe he sounds a little passive aggressive. I'll 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 try to see both sides. But passive aggressive or not, and 
like I said, I think the only thing on the list is like to model, like, yo, you, you should be able to be with a girl that models like that shouldn't be a problem. But regardless of whatever he likes or doesn't like, he has a right to say, yo, I don't like these things. It's not like he's saying, yo, you, you have to stay with me. You have to do this. He's literally being like, yo, if that's what makes you happy, that's cool. We could break up. We're unclearly not together anymore. So if he doesn't want to be with her for whatever his reasons, even the modeling reasons that, that I don't see, then like that's his problem. Like that doesn't mean he's misogynistic. And that doesn't mean he's emotionally abusive. Emotionally abusive would be him um, making her feel like slutty for that reason or saying like, yo, you're disgusting or you're a whore or yo, this means that you're cheating on me. That would be emotionally abusive, right? It's like making her feel bad. And she's like, oh, he says that he's a feminist. Yo, if he doesn't want to see what he deems something that's inappropriate in his relationship, that that's his boundaries for him. I don't see anything wrong with that. And he didn't go to social media talking about it. This is his private tech messages to his girlfriend. And I don't see anything wrong with it. Like I said, some of it seems a little passive aggressive and the model thing, I think maybe a little extreme, but I got to take my own advice. And that is none of my damn business. I had, I would have my own list. Modeling wouldn't be on it. It doesn't mean I'm a better man than him or that he's a better man than me. But my point to bringing this up is that inside of a relationship, we all have our own goals and ambitions and the person we want to be with. And you have a right to choose whoever you want to be with and to, um, to, to be comfortable with whatever that person wants to do. A woman could be like, I don't want to date a police officer. I don't. I don't want to have to be here every day and you're going out and risking your life and thinking you might have to get shot. Or I don't want to be with a musician because a musician is on the road in nightclubs all the time. I don't want to be with somebody like that. I mean, the only thing is like, well, you met her like this or you met her being a cop. So what were you thinking? But, you know, sometimes we meet people. We don't think anything's really going to happen. You're like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of falling in love with you. And, yo, I, I don't want this because of that. Or I didn't know it was going to be so bad or whatever. Anyways, point is, is that I don't think Jonah Hill is doing anything wrong uh, at all, except for being a little passive aggressive. OK, so lastly, let's talk about the beehive. Let's talk about Queen Bee. Rolling up in Toronto, kicking off her North American tour in Toronto. Um, my timeline was literally filled with everybody. In It felt like everybody in Toronto was at um, the, the Beyonce concert. It was seriously crazy. Um, I think every girl that I know or I follow was at the, the Beyonce concert. But um, shout out to B. Uh, two dates in Toronto. The, the concert looks amazing. I think there may be some different setups for the North American leg and the or the European. I don't know. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, my timeline was was crazy. I heard just amazing things. Um, two issues. Why isn't there a Montreal date, Beyonce? What is going on? There's a Toronto date. There's two Toronto dates. There's a Vancouver date and no Montreal. That's my one problem. Uh, yo, Montreal deserves a Beyonce. Uh, we need some. We have some. We have B. We have Beehive fans here. Yo, we got Renaissance fans here. We need Beyonce in Montreal. And um, so the second thing is, um, people. Some people are saying that it, the tour might be a little little bit overhyped. 
And, um, you know, it was like, yeah, it's a Beyonce concert. Like, it's whatever. Like, she's going to do whatever. Like, yo, what I think that is, is that it's a little bit of hate. But what I think it is, is that, yo, when you are a super fan of somebody, when you're a Beehive member, like, yo, your, your superstar could never do any wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but there's no way that I would ever believe um, that. And like I said, it was only one girl that told me that she thinks it was overhyped. But um, there's no way that I believe that uh, a Beyonce concert could ever be overhyped. I mean, the the videos, the the things that I see her doing, the costume changes, the hair, the dancing, like for Beyonce at 41 years old to be going on a world tour. Um, and I mean, I looked at the schedule. She has like a day or two break between each show um, and, and going around the world, you know, Full husband, full family, baby, all of this. Like, yo, shout out to Beyonce. Um, and, you know, listen, just anybody who's out there that's telling you, yo, the show is overhyped. Yo, it's just because people, listen, man, let the beehive live. Let Beyonce, let Beyonce's fans have fun. Um, I wish next time she goes on tour, she comes to Montreal. And, uh, yeah, anyways, I just wanted to, to shout out Queen Bee for for. Uh, using Canada and using Toronto um, as 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 a launching ground for the North American tour, and shoutouts to all the girls that had fun this weekend on the tour um, at the show. Everything looked amazing. Shout out to the Queen Bee. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy. Turn it loud. Peace.